Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You are listening to Believe in the Blacklist on the Believe Podcast Network. Welcome back in to Believe in the Blacklist on the Believe Podcast Network. Stacy Blackwood here, and tonight I'm joined by a good friend of mine and a lifelong f- fan of the Blacklist, Hampton Sipper. We're going to kind of dive into Season 8 and the way it ended and talk a little bit about Megan Boone's exit, John Bokenkamp's exit, and what we can expect in Season 9. All right, Hampton, to start things off, let's just talk about that season finale uh, obviously, the the bombshell there at the end with with Megan or Liz being <laughs> shot. Uh, just uh, I, I don't know. I was I, we all knew that she was leaving the show, but we were not really under the impression that she was going to be killed. So, just your initial thoughts there, uh, as as Liz Keen has been uh, removed from the blacklist. <laughs> Her name has been crossed through. Um, right. So I don't know about you, Stacy, but I like I knew she was leaving the show, but I thought like she was going to get kind of a happy ending and go be with Katarina somewhere is what I thought. Um, so when she got shot, I was I think, you know, you and I were texting. You said you hollered. And I think I I, I hollered. Then I kept saying, no way, no way. Um, they, you know, I liked the decision because I think it's a bold decision to do that. Um, I know you and I talked about we don't like how she died and she never really got the answer as to who Red is. And like as fans of the show, we kind of felt cheated. But I think for the development of Red's character, he's going to have to live with that guilt of the secret that ultimately got her killed, but that he ultimately never told her. Um, And I think that's going to be really interesting kind of going forward. Um, to see how he kind of handles that. Yeah, you, you brought up the development of Red's character is really where season nine, I think, is going to really mm-hmm. be fun to watch. But like, like, like you said, I was I was really in shock. I thought that what they would do is is Red would kind of send her off into hiding, and uh, because the way the the article read, you know, that Deadline reported was that she was no longer going to be a series regular. Yeah. yeah. So it made it sound like there was a possibility that she could return. And I guess she could possibly return as kind of a, you know, a old flashbacks or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, or kind of the way Mr. Kaplan did here in season eight, kind of there is a, you know, somebody on your shoulder, you know, somebody to lean on. But yeah. uh, for her, for her to be killed, that was really shocking. And I'm with you. It's a bold move by the writers and, uh, and of course, uh, the, the creator of the show, John Bokenkamp, has announced that he is leaving the blacklist as well. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's it's really a strange kind of moment here between the show and the fans, because if you get on social media, there's about 50 percent of the fans are just shredding and tearing apart Bokenkamp and the writers of this show. And then the other 50 percent are kind of like, hey, you know, what? let's just kind of see how this 
this unfolds in season nine. And uh, I, I'm more in the camp that I want to see. I still want to see the end game. And, and, mm-hmm. and I know the end game is not going to be quite what it was without Liz, but there's still Red's end game. And, and, you know, a few episodes back in season eight, he, he mentioned that to, to Ivan Stepanov in, in the plane. He said, you know, mm-hmm. this is my end game and I'm not going to let anybody ruin that. So uh, I think there's still something for, for Red's point of view as a character. And it's obviously not going to be the same without, without Liz, and uh, she's going to be missed on the show. You know, she kind of really grew up as an actress. Megan did mm-hmm. on this show because she was still pretty, pretty green uh, in the pile. And, you know, that first season in 2013. And mm-hmm. she's really turned she's really turned into a great actress. And uh, that that moment there at the end, as, as she got shot and as she kind of just pretty much faded away in red's arms and you know we can kind of talk there about that montage that was played there at the end we we do need to touch on that Mm -hmm. the montage there as as liz is you know fading away and red's holding her i I think i think a lot of fans kind of misinterpreted that as that only being liz's kind of montage or her or her memories or her flashbacks i think it was a mixture between Red's and Liz's kind of memories and, and flashbacks of all they've been through, you know, over mm-hmm. near, nearly the past decade. So, uh, and, and I think people are confusing that. And I think people are drawing the conclusion, well, Red has to be Katarina. And I'm still holding on to the fact that he is not Katarina and that he is somebody else. I don't know who he is. And, and truthfully, and I know I'm probably in the minority here. And I think I'm like this because of what, Jane Spader character has said in the show before is that who he is maybe is really not even that important. Yeah. I mean, ma- ma- what if that doesn't even matter? Mm-hmm. So I- I'm still kind of holding on to that. Cause you know, he said that I believe is at the beginning of season six when they had the Hans Kohler episode uh, about the surgeon who changes people's identities. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he-, he, he just pretty much said he prefers to keep his nips and tucks to himself. Like, like who he is is really not that important to other people. It's really just kind of a secret that he wants to keep to himself. And uh, maybe who he is is not important. Just kind of what are your thoughts on the whole, the red arena theory and and who red might be? Yeah, I hope it's not that Um, because that, (laughs) that would just be a little too. One, I think it would be kind of inconsistent with, I know on, um, your twit your Twitter the uh, the scars from the fire that Red has, but I think Katarina didn't have or something correct along yes. those lines. Um, so I wouldn't like that aspect of it, and just it would seem a little bit of a stretch that like I don't know. I just don't think that would be the best resolution for that arc. Um, my mom actually, I'll give her a little shout out. She had an interesting. <laughs> um, you know, theory about what, like, maybe, maybe, like, Katarina had a twin brother or something like that, that was really, you know, really cared for, um, you know, Liz or something. Um, I don't know, you know, I don't know. I also like your theory about maybe the, his identity doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Maybe it did to Liz, but in retrospect for the like for the show going forward, it doesn't mean anything. He hadn't been that person for 30 years. I mean, 
he is Raymond Reddington. Uh, right. Yeah. So right. Um, I'm with you on that. I would actually, I actually wouldn't mind that because I think whatever they do, is going to be a little bit of a disappointment. Um, especially, you know, talking about how the fans are kind of split one yeah. way or the other. Um, I think almost not answering it would be, would be kind of cool. I, I, I would, I would like that. You know, I've always thought the best way to end the show would be for Liz to get the answers, but not the audience. Oh, okay. I like that too. Like, yeah. like, like if she, obviously she's off the show now and that and we went down the drain real quick. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, but even as you know, in the early stages of the show, I was thinking, I think it would be okay if Liz found out the truth of who red really is, but the mm-hmm. audience never did. And yeah. I, I thought that would kind of be a neat, neat way to to do things but obviously that's gone now with liz being uh killed there in the street and mm-hmm. uh of course you know wrestler now as as he uh <laughs> can we it, talk about that real quick <laughs> yes please. this man was bedridden for like a month and then he runs how many blocks to go and watch her die like die like yeah i mean <laughs> Come on. And their their relationship a little bit to me, and I know I think you've talked about it before. It just seemed forced. Like I didn't buy it. Yeah, I didn't bit. really either. Yeah. I, I do think I think they have great chemistry, but it's not mm-hmm. chemistry as a as a couple. Couple. Yeah. And uh totally agree. it's uh it, it seemed a little bit forced. Uh I, I think the way it really is that wrestler felt more of a, you know, romantically toward Liz than what Liz did to him and that they kind of forced Liz into that, you know, into feeling that way for wrestler. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's it, this far into a show, the writing is going to start showing. I mean, because there's, yeah, there's only so much you can do with these characters. And uh, I think that's what makes this show so special is of course James Spader gets all the recognition as, as Reddington because I mean, he's really, I mean, he's, this is probably, I mean, it's hard to think of many better TV characters than, than Raymond Reddington. I mean, in Mm -hmm. history of television, he's, he's up there with, with any other character, but you, you think about Harry Lennox as, as Cooper, how great of a character that is and how he's, how he's kind of developed throughout the years. Of course, Aram, I don't even know if you know this or not, but he was kind of accidentally made a main cast member. Uh, I didn't know that, no. His his first episode was uh, season one, episode three, Wu Jing. And he kind of made that comic relief there when they're sending Liz and Red down into the, to that radio station thing with Wu Jing. And uh, he kind of goes off script for a second with some witty lines and like, hey, we kind of like this guy. And so mm-hmm. they, they, they kept him on as a, as a series regular from that moment. And he's, he's had such an up and down kind of character throughout this series. Mm-hmm. All the law, lo- all the loss that he's suffered. This show is really a lot about loss. And I mean, you think about wrestler, he had to watch Audrey die there in season one after just getting her back. And now he's had to watch Liz die. And mm-hmm. uh, of course, uh, Aram had to lose Samar and, it's just uh, it's it's. I like Samar, man. Man, Samar, she was, I like Park, but Samar yeah. was a really good character. Yeah, she was great. But and I think Park, I think she's a little underrated. She does a really good job. I mean, she does. She, she's not yeah. given a lot, but what she's given, she does a really good job. And she's 
she's she's a pretty she's a badass too i mean i would i wouldn't want to scrap with her she's <laughs> <laughs> no she might kill you <laughs> she might you start you. yeah <sighs> so I, I think that's what makes this show special is is all the great lead characters that they have there the main cast you know wrestlers mm-hmm. phenomenal they did such a great job casting all these people and it, it's so much fun to watch these characters develop and and now you know throughout this entire show liz has been the point of view of the audience and now she's no longer there so mm-hmm. going into season nine i'm th- that's what i'm looking forward to how are they gonna is red now gonna be the point of view of the audience uh mm-hmm. how, how is that going to kind of manifest there in season nine and you know just looking at the task force real quick moving ahead what how do you think they play into things in season nine because you know reds always says you know it doesn't work without liz Mm -hmm. and now she's not there so how how does that relationship work you think (laughs) moving on i could kind of see them being a little bit splintered um mainly because of, you know, like red breaking her out um, of the, you know, out of the box, like lifting the box out of um, their headquarters. And, you know, Pana, I think Panna Baker's kind of getting to the end of her rope with that relationship. And I think that they could potentially like change the way that, that, you know, the red and FBI relationship um, works out. But I kind of hope, I know we're going to be dealing with like who's going to be running um, Townsend's operation now and people are going to be coming, coming for red, but I kind of hope we get back a little bit to, you know, I enjoyed the week by week weird. Yes. Yes. Eccentric, you know, criminals that we have to go track down. Um, and I'm hoping we kind of get back to that because I've enjoyed, I really enjoyed season eight. I think they did a great job with it. Um, but I, I kind of wanted to return to, those earlier seasons a little bit. Yeah. You know, I've been doing the rewatch of season one and, and, and kind of recapping those on the podcast and dude, that season one, it's unreal. Yeah, and some of those, some good. of those blacklisters are just insane. Like the courier mm-hmm. who couldn't feel physical pain and hid evidence inside his body. Of course, the stew makers an all time great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, uh, that that was fantastic, and and I'm with you. I wish they would get back to some of those very uh, weird <laughs> blacklisters. Mm-hmm. And 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 I'm with you as far as I, I'm, I'm interested to see how wrestler reacts to this moment because you know he's he's always blamed Red for for what Liz has done the past couple seasons, and now that she is dead and he had to watch her die. Uh, I, I, he he might be over the edge now, and he might That's just want to he might want to take out Red, and so I, I'm interested to see how how that dynamic works out. And, and speaking of Red, I meant to talk about this earlier. His sickness. Uh huh. I I don't want to speculate on what it is because what it is doesn't matter. He's obviously dying. And he's obviously kind of ready to go. He's he, he obviously was ready to go because he made the plan for for Liz to kill him to you know to make her look strong and because he was dying already and he, he just kind of seems like he wants it to be over with. Mm-hmm. And I wonder now how maybe that's going to be changed with the death of Liz and you know what what his you know his kind of outlook on the rest of his life might be like. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, I wonder if that like reinvigorates him to be in kind of more. I mean, he's very much stone cold, but kind of like, you know, savage. I don't, I'm going to shoot first, um, ask questions later, Red. I don't, I don't know. Um, I know this was earlier in the season, but the whole Anne arc, you know, like him falling in love with her and then her supposedly dying. Do you, is there like, I mean, I may be way off, but there's a little bit of me that still thinks she's alive somewhere. I think it's um, possible. You think it's possible? Cause I think they it's... never show her body like right. dead. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And on this show, you never know. I mean, there's, True. <laughs> but I, I would, there's a slim chance that she's, she's still alive, but I would, if I had to bet, I would bet that she is dead. But what, first of all, them and episodes were phenomenal. That, mm-hmm. that was they great. Were. That, that was great television. I mean, mm-hmm. I could, I could watch James Spader. I don't even watch romantic comedies, but he, <laughs> I mean, that would be fantastic television. Yeah. But, it would be, you know, and we talked about the red arena theory and, and how we, we were hoping that's not the case and how it, it doesn't seem to me when I go back and watch the episodes, is there some signs there's, there's actually a lot of signs that it's possibly, you know, that he mm-hmm. is Katarina, but there's too many other questions that, that you brought up the scars on the back uh, you know, and then you could get into the scientific part of it. I mean, this was supposedly <laughs> in the early nineties. Yeah. Uh, and, and then not only that, but, uh, Katarina is a very thin woman. She's very petite. Red mm-hmm. is a, red is a broad shoulder man. I mean, that doesn't just happen, you know, through, <laughs> through, <laughs> yeah, through, through sex mean. changes. So, I mean, I just, it just seems a little too far fetched in that aspect of it. And, uh, I just, I hope that's not where they go with it. Uh, I'm not going to say I'll be done with the show if that happens because James Spader, I love it too much. I got too much time invested in it. Like I've said before, this is the first show that I've ever watched from the pilot episode. You know, the, the night it aired, that's when I first started watching and I've been hooked ever since, uh-huh. ever since, ever since he walked into the FBI and surrendered, surrendered himself. I've, I've been hooked on this show, <laughs> but, uh, so I, I just can't throw it away that quick, but there, there's too many, you know, earlier in this season, I don't know if you, it, and it's, it's little quick moments like this that I think people forget about. Mm-hmm. There's a moment where red and Dembe are sitting in that restaurant and red has the line, if I was her father, maybe I would understand her more. Well, I mm-hmm. mean, you would also understand her if you were her mother. Her mother, yeah. I mean, it's so, uh, you know, he's had sayings, you know, in season one when he talks about he wants to sleep like he slept when he was a boy. There's just too many uh, different avenues that they could go other than Red Arena. And I, I just hope that's not the case because I think, they would be missing out on something better if they if they decided that that red was Katarina. Mm-hmm. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, I, I wouldn't be done with the show, but I would. My enthusiasm of the show would would suffer yeah. um, would suffer greatly. Um, I know this was in the episode prior to the finale, so I guess the penultimate. What did you think about 
the reveal that the Katarina that we thought had appeared and that Red had shot was not actually Katarina at all. Because I didn't see that coming. I thought that was really, really that clever, was clever and really interesting. Yeah. They, they did a good job doing that. And, and you know, but see, it goes back to we, we need to listen to Red more often. He told Liz a couple different times, mm-hmm. she's not, that woman is not your mother. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he never expanded on that, but uh, he, he did say that a couple times. And, uh, you know, Dembe would say, you know, it's not what it seems. And, uh, mm-hmm. By the way, Dembe is a phenomenal character. Love too. Dembe. Love Dembe, Dembe is the bomb. He is the bomb. But mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, do you think Dembe knows the whole truth? I do. I, I, I think, I think he does he's too. the one person who does. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Going back to the, the episode before the season finale, mm-hmm. she obviously finds out, really, we didn't find out anything new. We were just confirmed a lot of things that we believed were true. Is, mm-hmm. is really all that episode was. So really, the last two episodes, we really didn't get any type of answers. It was really right. just confirmation of things we were 99.99% sure of to begin with. W- aside from the Katarina and the what was her name? Tatiana Petrovov, I think was her, her real wow, name. Wow, impressive, yeah. So, uh-huh. so th- that one that that's the only thing that was really confirmed uh that, that nobody was just real certain on. So to me, we really didn't get a whole lot of answers. Mm-hmm. Uh it's just really confirming things that they have showed us in the past. Like uh going all the way back to season six and the Ross that Rossfield episode when uh, Dom is telling Liz the story about Katarina and Ilya Kozlov putting together the plan to, for the, for the fake Reddington and all that stuff and going to the bank and turns out that it was actually Ilya that went yeah. into the bank. And so we did get a little bit of confirmation there too. And of course that's kind of what everybody's thought the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they acted like we were going to get a bunch of answers there at the end of that season. And really it was just confirmation on things that we were already pretty certain of. So uh, we really haven't learned anything new. We, we've learned a little bit about the number of people that were there the night of the fire, mm-hmm. which I still believe is very important to maybe who red is. Maybe he's, is somebody from that fire uh, because I believe he said that he was there that night. Is mm-hmm. did he say that? Okay. Pretty sure. Yeah. And and also he said that he was in the photograph that Liz has of her and her mother. Or he was he in it or on the other side of the Well he, he says the one taking it. He, he said I was there. Uh-huh. She asked, Were you there? And he says, I was there. I mean, so Yeah. It it's leaving the door open for him either being Katarina or the person taking the picture. Mm-hmm. So there's there's still tons of questions. Uh Obviously, the the biggest one, and and I know I, I'm weird. I know I'm weird for not really. I do care who Red is. I want to know, but it's not something that I got to know. Like I'm not mm-hmm. like the rest of the fan base. I don't have to know who he is to be satisfied with the show because I just enjoy watching James Spader be Raymond Reddington. Mm-hmm. That's what makes the show. Exactly. Exactly. So, knowing that his real name is John Smith is that? I mean. And he was a nobody, just a run-of-the-mill mm-hmm. criminal, maybe. I mean, who, who cares about that? It's, yeah. Mean, that, 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 that could be the answer. I mean, mm-hmm. it could be. We don't know. Yeah. I, 
I think if you explain it away too much, like, for example, I know this is a little off, but one, one of the great things about, like, the original, like, Star Wars trilogy is you really didn't know who Darth Vader was. He was just a, he was a menacing villain who um, kind of, you know, he showed up out of nowhere. You knew he was menacing, and you knew, um, you know, you knew kind of what he was set out to do, but the when you get the prequels and then you turn them into a little kid, a little bratty kid, a little bratty teenager, like some of the menace kind of wears off. And I think like if you reveal who Red is, you have that that danger of like the the mystique kind of wears off if the if the answer is not very disappointing or not very satisfying, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think they could they could actually ruin the show by telling too much. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, totally. So, so I, it's it's interesting to see how they how they play that out. Uh, but uh, I don't, you know, as far as looking ahead to season nine, mm-hmm. what are you really expecting? I get we're going to close out with that. What what are, what are you expecting from season nine? So, you know, kind of like I mentioned earlier, I want more of a. Um, more kind of going back to see early seasons where we have red um, and the task force hunt down criminals, maybe even in an unconventional fashion than before, because they have to be a little more, I mean, they're already pretty cryptic and pretty secretive, but maybe with Panna Baker kind of at their heels, it'll, it'll kind of be, um, be like that again. Um, I know this may be unpopular a little bit, but like I really enjoyed Liz. I really like Liz. But I don't Me too. I can't say I absolutely loved who she became. Like and I get why she became that way. Like I don't have a problem with that. But I have a little bit of an issue with I don't know. I just don't buy her like, you know, the character we've known for so long. I don't love um, you know, her kind of this menacing and like a red type. And also, this might be terrible, too. I'm glad I don't have to see Agnes in another episode, hopefully. Um, well, you know, man, that, that could be something they, they play into. Maybe she's the next Liz, you know, so for well, real. please get another actress to do her. Bless her heart. She, I, I did better in my third and fourth grade VBS plays, I think, Stacey. Um, she's just, you know, bless her heart, hopefully. She'll get, you know, develop her skills and become an Academy Award winner someday. But right now, that's just not it. So um, I hope, you know, back to, you know, early seasons, Red and the Task Force kind of hunt down criminals. And I want another good big bad because I thought Neville Townsend was a really good, really good villain. Um, He was eccentric. He was mad. Um, The actor who played him did a phenomenal job. So um, that's kind of what I'm hoping for. What about you? Stacey, what you looking for in uh, season nine? Okay. Yeah. So I'm just looking forward to seeing the task force get, you know, how they interact with red now with, with the, with the events of Liz, you know, being killed. Uh, how does wrestler react uh, now that he's, you know, kind of in love with Liz. Of course, uh, Aram is like just best friends with Liz. So it's, how does that mm-hmm. work out? Cooper was like a father figure to Liz. So, I'm just interested interested in seeing the dynamic between the task force and red. And then I'm with you. I want to see some of them 
weird eccentric criminals and blacklisters like we had, you know, in the olden days of the blacklist. So uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. I wish we had Neville Townsend here in season nine as well, because he's to me the best villain so far in the blacklist. Uh, and he didn't have a number. That's weird. Mm-hmm. He was never assigned a number on the blacklist. So that's true. That's number true. two, number two is still available. Yeah. I've got one more thing I want. All right, all right. I can't remember her name, but the older lady that's the mother of the guy. Oh, who yes. Yeah. Died. Uh, uh, What's her name? Jelly Bean's mom. What is her? Jelly Bean's mom. Yeah. I Lynn's want mom. Oh, yeah. 10 episodes with her in it. She is phenomenal. <laughs> she. They, oh, I love that, her so much. They they picked the perfect person to play Absolutely, to yeah. play Glenn's mom. That that I cannot wait. I, I know she's going to be in it because she's she's too fun of a character. That mm-hmm. that scene with Red at the bingo hall. Oh, oh wonderful, dude, dude. Wonderful. That is that was that was TV gold. <laughs> mm-hmm. It really it really was. It really was. <laughs> All right, hey, that's going to do it for our our kind of recap of of the way season eight ended. Or look, you know, we kind of looked ahead to season nine. I'm going to be back throughout the summer, you know, recapping some of the episodes from season one. So make sure you're subscribed to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. We are on all the major podcast platforms. Also, we have a YouTube channel, so make sure you subscribe to that. Uh, Hampton, I really appreciate you joining me. I hope you'll join me again. This was a lot of fun. It's uh, it's easier to do a podcast when you can kind of go back and forth with somebody and not have to listen to yourself talk for, for a few minutes. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I would love to come back on again. I absolutely appreciate the opportunity to um, talk about a show that I love. And I know that you love and kind of hypothesize and analyze yeah. what we just watched. So thank you again for the opportunity and uh, yeah. can't wait I, to do it again soon. Well, yeah. Hey, let, let everybody ahead. know how they, uh, how, where they can follow you on Twitter so they can kind of keep up with you there. Okay, um, you can follow me at BamaFan1815 on Twitter. Um, I'm I'm active on there. Hey, if you follow me or if I follow you back, I like about every tweet you, you put <laughs> out there. Um, I don't tweet a lot myself. Um, but then, uh, you know, kind of when we get into, uh, you know, football season and all that, we'll uh, start up our pod again and um, have some exciting things to announce for that in the future. So. Yeah, well, that's that's great. Hampton, I really appreciate you joining me. Make sure you follow him. Uh, You can follow me at Blackwood89, and, of course, you can follow the podcast at Believe Blacklist. All right, everybody, we're going to head out now. Y'all have a great evening. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.